Rio Rancho Radio. 92.9. We are brought to you this morning by Pam Harris's Pea Quail Realty in Rio Rancho. Just look for the big baseball on Southern, and that is her. It is time to find out what is going on in the City of Vision with our Mayor, Greg Hull. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Derek, and good morning, everybody out there in Rio Rancho and everybody else that's listening in. You know, Derek, Thanksgiving is upon us. It's just a few days away. Do you have your turkey? My wife's trying to decide whether we're going to have a whole turkey or a turkey breast. Okay, I mean, yeah, you know, that's what Carrie and I are, is uh, we, unless we're going to have family over, we don't do the whole turkey. We might even break tradition this year and just cook a, a ribeye on the grill or something, because if the weather's as nice as it is right now, <laughs> you just, it's still grilling. Yeah, I know. Me, now, you know, let me ask you about that. Since you seem to be the cook in the family, who makes the turkey for Thanksgiving? You or Carrie? Typically me. Yeah. Typically me. I, I enjoy cooking and, you know, I'll do... I'll do the, you know, some of the various different pies and the turkey. And then uh, I, I pretty much do it all. She helps me by getting everything prepped. I'll tell her, okay, get this prepped for me. And then I'll come over and get it cooking and she'll prep the next thing. And so it's teamwork. It's teamwork. Right. Okay. Pull it off. But when it's just her and I, you know, it's just, uh, hey, I'm going to go cook something. And and if it's just us and, and the kids are off at other places we, uh, <laughs> it's our day to kind of veg out and uh, maybe binge watch a show, right? So just kind of hang out and, and maybe not even cook at all, just snack all day, right? I know it's not the best thing for us, but hey, it's good stuff. So once a year, I know my wife just tells me to get out of the kitchen and let her do her yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm happy to let her do that. So, there you go. There I, you go. I burn soup. I, I'm the, one thing's, I, I'll fix your transmitter, but I'm not good at cooking. So Yeah. I enjoy cooking and I enjoy grilling. And if the weather is warm enough, I'll put anything out in the grill. Heck, I think I've, I've actually, I think I've actually grilled in the snow before. So. <laughs> <laughs> Die hard. Okay. That's right. That's right. The only thing Carrie won't let me do. Okay. Cause she just doesn't trust me is she won't let me deep fry a turkey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you can YouTube some videos where you drop that turkey down into a vat of peanut oil and it just explodes everywhere (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah you have to be real careful and i would throw out this caution if you're going to do one of the deep fried turkeys just make sure you take all the precautions and uh, have the appropriate fire extinguishers available right because last time i checked i don't think water works on hot oil so yeah yeah yeah, oil and grease you got to have the uh, right fire extinguisher that's right and so right uh, yeah. Right. No, it's, uh, but uh, yeah, there's some disastrous uh, YouTube videos out there. People deep, deep frying turkeys in their backyard, doing it too close to the house. But yeah, no, Carrie won't. She doesn't trust me to, to, to try deep frying a turkey. But I hear that if you do do it, it's probably one of the best turkeys you've ever eaten because uh, it just locks in all the juices and everything. But hey, to each his own on Thanksgiving. I know there's a lot of different people that celebrate it in various different ways and I just want to make sure we wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving because I know by the time we have our next show next week, Thanksgiving will have come and gone again. Another year gone by. Yeah. But after Thanksgiving brings the holidays, and we'll get to that in a minute. But I wanted to ask you before we talk about what's coming up at the city, the Veterans Day Parade, how did that turn out? You know, the Veterans Day Parade was just fantastic. We had a lot of people there. Everybody seemed to be very, very, very happy that 
We finally got the Veterans Day Parade back on Southern Boulevard. That's something we promised to do years ago. And as you and I have discussed, one thing after another has kept it away from Southern Boulevard. The original catalyst for moving away was the reconstruction of Southern Boulevard. And then the construction ran a little bit long. So we not only had to shut it down the one time, we had to shut it down a second time and move the parade somewhere else. And then, of course, after we got Southern Boulevard open, what happened next? COVID. So COVID happened next. We couldn't do the parades. And so after finally now that we've been able to do parades, this was the first year we were able to bring it back to Southern Boulevard. And I think it was just an absolute success and everybody's really happy to have it there. What makes it right about having this particular parade back on Southern Boulevard is that the Monument Park is right there. So you can do the parade right there on Country Club Mm -hmm. and run it on down to Pine Tree and then end it on Pine Tree there. And then we have the ceremony right there at Veterans Memorial Park. Mm -hmm. Now, What I'd like to do in the future is maybe start the parade where instead of lining up on country club, I'd like to see if we couldn't do a lineup on golf course Hmm. and then come down Southern Boulevard to Pine Tree so that we have more room for more people to line up. And it makes it a larger spectator event because right now the way it's set up from country club to Pine Tree, it makes it a really short event. And it goes by pretty fast. And I think people would enjoy a longer parade as well. So by extending the route like that, I think that's something we can look at in the future. Now, Derek, that being said, I've had a lot of people that have really talked to me about, well, if you're moving Veterans Day Parade back to Southern Boulevard, why not move all the other parades back to Southern Boulevard? Well, this is the only parade where it's really tied to the Monument Park. And I think it's going to be appropriate to keep it there for years to come. But as you look at the things that we're doing in city center with the new park and the music festivals and all the things that are going on there as the community continues to grow we need a more centrally located a space that's more conducive to larger parades because the community is continuing to grow so when you do winterfest parade or fourth of july well yeah it's great to have them on southern boulevard the problem is is that out of city center we're now able to put on music events. We're able to do fireworks out there. We're able to do everything and couple it all together as a single event. So we're not running from one location to the other location and kind of splitting things up, if you will. So at this point, yes, well, Veterans Day Parade, I believe that it's the appropriate place to do it on Southern Boulevard there. I think that having the Winterfest Parade and the 4th of July Parade out at City Center and continuing to grow those because with those parades, your parade route on Southern is less than a quarter of a mile. Okay. But out at city center, it loops around over a mile. And so it really creates a more immersive experience when you're out there and it allows us to have just way more people. And now that we have campus park out there this year, which we're going to talk about it here in a minute, Winterfest parade, speaking of parades, Winterfest parade is going to be coupled with a bunch of other events. So we're really hoping that it's going to be a really great turnout, but Back to the original question, Derek, is the Veterans Day Parade was fantastic. I think everybody really enjoyed it. And everybody that I've talked to that attended it seems to think that they did a really good job. And it was good because this is the first time with Southern Boulevard being reconstructed, feeling brand new, fresh and beautiful. Now, I'd wished we had done that last year 
when it was brand, brand new and you could still smell the asphalt. <laughs> yeah, well, COVID stopped that. But there's yeah. another. The only thing I heard negative about the parade was the Veterans Parade. I guess some people didn't listen to our program because they got caught up in a, the traffic and didn't take a detour. Yeah, yeah putting it at City Center solves that. Yeah. Yes. And that's the other problem is anytime you shut down. Yeah, there was some negative. Hey, I didn't expect a parade there. I needed to get to work. Nobody told me that that road was going to be shut down. And so, yes, Derek. So from an external position, stepping back from the parade, the people that attended it felt it was really great to have it. The people that ran into it did not have the same enjoyable experience. That's another exact reason why out at City Center, it's really easy for us to shut the whole thing down. It really doesn't affect people trying to get to work, people trying to get to the grocery store, people trying to get to the pharmacy, you name it. It doesn't affect anybody really getting out there. And we can really sprawl it out and just make it a really grand event. I think the last five years we've done Winterfest out there. People have just piled out there like crazy. It's been great. But once again, for Veterans Day, keeping Veterans Day Parade at Southern Boulevard is the right thing to do because of Veterans Monument Park. Right. Okay. So now you've teased us what, besides a parade, will happen for the Winterfest. <laughs> well, we have Winterfest coming up on December 3rd. And so talking a little bit about what's going to happen there, obviously we've got a parade. So if you have not registered for the parade and you want to put a float in the parade, please get registered and you can do that at rrnm.gov. And I think there's actually a link to on the city's park, recreation and community services, Facebook page. So you can go to the Winterfest link there and you can register a float in mm -hmm. the parade and go out there and just show your holiday spirit. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then on top of the parade, obviously we're going to have an appearance of the one, the only <laughs> Uh, no longer restricted by COVID, Santa Claus is going to show up to do photos with the kids. So yeah, Santa will be available there. And this is going to happen at Campus Park. And then there's uh, free hot cocoa. It's going to be served over there. Yeah. And holiday music. We're going to have a band playing at the Campus Park. So that's fantastic. And we've got the fireworks that are going to happen. Mm. And that, uh, that's a Rio Rancho tradition to have uh, fireworks with the Winterfest Parade. And actually, that's a pretty new tradition because when we were running Winterfest Parade down Southern Boulevard, there really wasn't a place to do fireworks. So you really couldn't do the fireworks on Southern Boulevard. So being out at City Center, that's another thing that we get to do. And then, of course, there's the food trucks. But the big thing that I think is going to be really fun is because we're at Campus Park, and we're going to have live music there. We're also going to have Rio Rancho's first ever city park there at Campus Park, tree lighting. Okay, mm. so we're going to do a big old tree. I think it's about a 26 or 30 foot tree. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it, is, it is artificial. Okay, so <laughs> okay. We, we need to reuse it over and over and over again. I don't know if you ever went to uh, the event center when the event center would do the ice skating on Winterfest. Mm -hmm. So usually what we would do is we would do the event center where there's the arts and crafts festival inside there and there's ice skating. Now that's not going to happen this year. We'd have this huge tree in the middle of the ice skating rink. And so instead of being there, we're going to have a huge tree out at campus park and it's going to look fantastic. And I'm going to be there to throw the switch. So we need doing? a bucket truck to, 
to decorate it. We're going to light it up. And, and I think they've, yeah, the city's got a bucket truck. So <laughs> they'll be decorating it and uh, it should be a lot of fun. So we're very excited about that. That's Winterfest. It's going to be on December 3rd. That is a Friday. And it's just because our weekends are so packed with different things with the city. The only day we could really fit this in and make this work was Friday, December 3rd. So it is Friday evening. So uh, you'll have to come after work or get off a little bit early. If you're part of the parade, they'll send you instructions on when to queue up. And I think the queue up on the parade route starts at about five o'clock because the parade actually happens at 6.30 p.m. And then we're going to do the tree lighting at 7.30 p.m. And the theme of the parade this year is a Charlie Brown Christmas. Hmm. So decorate your floats, Charlie Brown, right? The, Snoopy uh, and uh, Linus. And, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So um, I have a suggestion for something that uh, we have a uh, competition amongst the food trucks and you and I are the judges. I, I like that idea. I like that. Idea. <laughs> I, I, it, it might be a little late for us to do that now. But that might be a great suggestion for next year, right? Yeah. So uh, we'll have to see what we can do to do a food truck food competition. That sounds uh, fantastic. And so once again, Friday, December 3rd, start kicks off at 5 p.m. at City Center. The parade starts at 6.30, tree lighting at 7.30, and then there'll be music and entertainment all the way up to about 8.30. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're very excited about it. And there will be food trucks out there, free hot cocoa. Photos with Santa, the parade, music, fireworks. Man, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's and going to be another great Rio Rancho celebration. So we want to invite everybody to come out. It's free, right? It is free. It okay. is absolutely free. The very expensive price of free. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and the other thing is, is at a city center, we do have a lot more capability of parking a lot more people out there than in the past when we were putting people along Southern Boulevard. But we've got a lot more flexibility with this space. But Derek, you've been out to the new park. Mm -hmm. Fall Festival was an absolute success. And we've had a, quite a few other events out there that have been really, really successful. Philharmonic has been out there twice. That's been very successful. Fourth of July was out there for the first time this year. And, and that was fantastic as well. A lot of people showing up for that. Thousands of people showing up. So we're very excited to have our first Winterfest out at uh, City Center with the new Campus Park. Now, we've had Winterfest out there before, but it's just been a parade, hello, goodbye, and no other activities, right? With the exception of the event center having ice skating. Well, now we've got a whole gambit of things that are going to happen out there that really make this a special event. So we're very excited about the new revised event and we're excited because obviously last year we had to cancel Winterfest last year due to COVID and bringing these events back online has been something that I've been very focused on because the community really wants these events back online and so that people can get out and enjoy our community and, and enjoy who we are as a city and yeah. Winterfest is one of those defining events so Winterfest Coming up this Saturday after Thanksgiving is Shop Small Saturday. There's Black Friday, and that's where everybody goes out to the big retailers and they find all the big deals. And I don't know how that's going to look this year with the supply chain issues. Well, that's why but, you shop local, because that's right. it's made here. That's right. You... that's right. So the one thing about Shop Small Saturday is, is that it's your opportunity to really, really, really promote the small businesses in the community. Those, uh, those mom and pop shops that have invested their lives, their money, their blood, sweat, and tears in the community. And 
with those investments, they've created jobs. They donate to Little League. They donate to local sports groups. They donate to local charities. They donate to all the different local organizations that, you know, your big boxes and your online retailers don't necessarily do. And they're not vested in the community. Now, your local brick and mortar retailers, they're invested in the community. And there's quite a few of them here that if you're looking for that perfect Christmas gift, I know there are a lot of great small businesses to shop at here in Rio Rancho. And then if you like giving gift cards for Christmas, there's a lot of local restaurants that sell gift cards. So give the gift of a night out for somebody. You know, if I was putting together a gift package, I might go get some gift cards from Joe's Pasta House and maybe some gift cards from Premier Cinemas and maybe a gift card from Flowers and Things and maybe even drop in a little gift card from Harris Jewelers, huh? For that special something and just make it a super nice evening for somebody, right? So there's so many different things that you can do there. And then of course, with so many different options in the community, there's great ways to support the local businesses. And as the local businesses are emerging from the pandemic, some of them are still struggling to some degree, and we need to make sure that if we can help them get through all of this, then that's great. So some of them are still trying to make up. I know some of the businesses that were completely closed, like 10 pins and more, the bowling Mm -hmm. alley. Sure. Um, That's a great local business. Give somebody the gift of maybe a season or a league membership or something. Well, he's coming back with a vengeance. I drive by there on my way to the station here. And uh, yeah. in the evening, his parking lot is full. People are oh, back yeah. to bowling. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're oh, loving yeah. it. And I love bowling. I love going over there and bowling. It's fantastic fun. There's no doubt about that. And then another one, Elevate. You can buy gift cards for Elevate. and uh, Wear the kids out. <laughs> yep, yep. Go wear the kids out. Absolutely. That's a, for folks that don't know, it's a trampoline place where Albertsons used to be and the kids love it. There's, there's a snack bar there. There's trampoline, uh, huge trampolines. Yeah. They got a great snack bar. And then of course, premier theaters, right? They were Mm -hmm. closed, but you know, another little small business believers, Christian bookstore, right? They were shut down pretty hard Over by goodwill, uh, Southern and Unser. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, right next to them is Paletta bar. So go shopping there, get an ice cream. Just lots of great little local businesses out there that are still trying to get their legs back underneath them. So go out and really support those local businesses. So Shop Small Saturday is about supporting local businesses. Now, that being said, one of the things that the Chamber is doing out at Plaza at Enchanted Hills, this is the shopping center up in Enchanted Hills, right at 528 and Enchanted Hills Boulevard on the Rio Rancho side or on the on the west side of the road. You go in there and, you know, you've got Ross and PetSmart and all that, but they're doing a shop small vendor and craft fair there at the plaza from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And I understand, Derek, you're going to be broadcasting there we at will. some point in time during the day. We'll be talking to some of the vendors that are set up out there as well, because it won't be just the businesses as you were getting at. They'll have some of the vendors set up with tables and showing their wares. Right, exactly. So it's the opportunity for the small businesses to get involved and sell some of their goods. And it's my understanding that this is such a popular event that it is completely sold out at this point in time. There's no more room for more vendors. So there's nothing left to do, Derek, but just go shop. Yeah, fun stuff. 
And uh, easy access now, I guess, uh, 550 is uh, opening up? Yeah. So, hey, that's a whole other story. I have not had the chance to go up there and drive through it yet, but I saw the news story on that last week. And I guess they pulled all the barrels back. Now, I've only driven through there. I have driven through there in the last couple of weeks because I go through there, eh, you know, two or three times a week. With me working out at City Hall and when I have to go into Albuquerque, really, usually, even with the construction, the quickest route for me, Derek, is to run out 550, get on I-25 and head south because mm-hmm. I have to go you know, to downtown Albuquerque, right? So I go through there probably twice a week. And last time I went through there was about a week and a half ago, maybe right at two weeks. And the barrels were still up, but it looked like they were really, really close. And then I saw a news article this past week that they had opened it up. And actually, some of the initial responses to it seem to be very favorable because now that it's open and traffic is running through there, I think there's some aspects that are going to frustrate some people. But for the most part, let's say you're on 528 and you want to go east on 550, you no longer have to stop at that stoplight. You just flow on through. You just keep going. If you're making that right-hand turn, it never stops. If you commute from Enchanted Hills like I used to do, I used to come out onto 528 go north on 528 to 550. I'd have to stop at the stoplight, wait for the green light, and then go down 550 to get to I-25. Well, now if you're doing that, you just get in that right-hand lane and boom, you just take off and you just keep going. So that traffic never stops. So that's a big positive. And if you're coming down 550 and you want to go south on 528, you never have to stop. So any of those right-hand turns, will never stop. There are no stoplights on those right-hand turns. But when you're coming home mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have to make that left. It's a little different. Yeah, it's a little different. It's a little different. Yeah. So pay attention, pay attention to the markings because that new left-hand turn there is what is really new, okay? And so, yeah, I just caution everybody, take your time going through the intersection, make sure that uh, everything is looking real good and we'll go from there. Well, Mayor, it's about time to let you head off to church, but I appreciate your time. All right. Well, and I think we covered everything. So, Derek, I want to once again wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Same to you. And wish everybody out there that's catching the show happy Thanksgiving. And we hope that it's just filled with joy and blessings for sure. And with that, I'm going to say have a great day and God bless.